It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on the podcast. We're not going to talk about douchebags today, but we'll talk about other stuff that might get you through your day. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? Oh, very good. I have a, a survey here from a car insurance company, and they did a, a survey on bumper stickers. Are you a bumper sticker guy, Jerry Recco? Do you have any bumper stickers on your car? Have you contemplated bumper stickers? No, but I saw a great one yesterday. Maybe this is on your list. Maybe it's not. I thought it was actually pretty cool. It was a Chevy Equinox. All righty. Nice car, right? Nice little SUV. And it said, we got... We got a baby up in this bitch. <laughs> Instead of baby on board, they went with. I thought it was. I laughed. I thought that was awesome. We've got a baby up in this bitch. Yes. Remember those things were very popular back in the day. The uh, like the caution sign that said uh, baby on yes. board. You would use a suction cup to yeah. put it on there. Some people still have them. Yeah. Occasionally I do see a baby on board mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. Then when the, those baby on board things became popular, then they just started doing anything like a Mets fan on board. Yes. Well, you got a. Pounce, man. Pounce market. You something good, go after it. Yes. Well, this survey found, Jerry, that women are more likely than men to w- use bumper stickers. I find that. See, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. 63% of women, 50% of men go with bumper stickers. I always find it strange when you see, like, a beautiful car, like a beautiful brand new car. Yeah. Bougie, meaning this car is over 40, 50 grand. And they slap a dumb bumper sticker on it. I got to be honest. I don't think I, I can't even remember a time I've seen that. I would be surprised too. Yeah. I see it all the time down to the Jersey Shore. You do. I know you live down there now. Well, I don't live there, but when I cut through some of those bougie neighborhoods, I see it sometimes. You're there at least two days a week. Uh, Really three. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Leave there Monday. I mean. That's four days a week. Three and a half. You are three Three and and a half and three and a half. Right. By proxy, you live down there now. Right. That's what I say, Jerry. Say that. Uh, They also found that people in the South are more likely to drop a bumper sticker on their car. Southern places such as Louisiana, Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi, and Tennessee. They did find this, Jerry, that pro-gun bumper stickers got the most negative attention. People don't care for those. Really? Uh, Mm -hmm. It depends on where you are, probably. Know what is popular, though, Jerry? If you put a bumper sticker on your car that supports the troops. You know what? I don't think you can ever go wrong when you're supporting the troops. Right. People do like that, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, that's the best thing you can do. There are people that do protest troops. No, in the 1960s, they sure did. And here, too, I think. People get, there are some of those, there are some freaks. Oh, they're out there. They're there, Jerry. They're there. In this day and age, you're telling me there are people that will protest against our military? Yes, but they don't want the troops going anywhere. But that's, they don't want troops. They don't want the troops going but places. That's not, you see, the problem with that is 
And it's the same thing with the Vietnam stuff. Yes. You're protesting against the wrong people. Correct. And you're going after the wrong people. You don't go after the troops who are just doing their job. Right. You got, if you, I don't know where you go protest, but you don't protest against them. I agree, Jerry. I don't like the idea, but I get it. But come on. I was just going to uh, put money in the meter, and I ran into a, uh, a um, elevator full of Marines with musical I instruments. Saw that. What were they doing? They were going to perform... Uh, for 1010 Wins, they told me. Oh, yeah? At the Adorama Studio? I think so. Nice. Normally, when I see someone trapped at the elevator, I, I pretend I don't see them. Right. But this was all uh, Marines, so I pretended I saw them. And That's I said, cool. can I help you? I said, Jerry, let me help you. I think that's very nice of you. You should do that. I rarely say that to anyone. Give back. That's what you should be doing. Give I rarely back. say it to anyone. Give back. Uh, but I'd let them in. Just so you know, I did a good deed. Someone's knocking at the door. By the way, the Florida... I forgot to bring this up today because yes. I was thrown off. Very thrown off. I, it really was. Craig because not usually showing up to work. I put together the first segment, for, which for me is around 625. All right. Once me and you finish at 6, I have 20... 20 minutes solid to kind of get ready for the 625 update. And because Craig was late and I sat in his chair on purpose, which was funny, I thought, maybe perhaps not, but we had a laugh. I never left the studio from 545 until 645. So I was kind of thrown off. I forgot. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, but it, it would appear to me the Florida Panthers have a new head coach. You know who right. they are, right? They play in the hockey. Hockey, in the NHL. yes. His name is Bob Boner. Bob Boner. B-O-N-E-R, two it's N's. B-O-U-G-N-E-R. Bob Boner. That's Boner, right? I think so. I would think so. Welcome aboard Boner. <laughs> if that's how you pronounce his name. It's I'm either sure that it or Boogner. I'm not sure which one's worse. If my name was Boner, I'd go with Boogner. Or Boogner. I'd go Boogner. You have to, right? I would say my name is Boogner. Boogner. Especially say, hockey. How do you spell that? Like poor people that have like the last name Cock in their name. Yes. They go Coke. Right. I pronounce it differently, I right. would think. Or uh, there's a guy, uh, some, a lot of people's last name is Wiener. Right. Popular last Weiner. name. Right. That's better than Wiener. Correct. Yeah, you have a Wiener and a Boner in the same room? Well, when I see a guy <laughs> named Weiner and it says, and he, and he says he pronounces it Weiner in my head, I go, it's Weiner. You're changing <laughs> right. the pronunciation. Well, he's following our advice. Right. He's following our advice. That's funny. So I don't yeah, like Bob it when Boner. it's other. Bob, welcome to the NHL, Bob Boner. Although I'm sure you've been in the NHL, you wouldn't have a head coaching job. Uh, yes, I'm sure. But as a head coach, welcome to the Florida Panthers. He has to have some history, Jerry. You would certainly think so, yes. Uh, Madrid, Spain has a, it, yes. has a major problem on buses with what is called man spreading. Are you familiar with the term, Jerry? Is this about legs open? Yes, well, we men love to sit with their legs wide open. Didn't we do a story about this on the subways about we two have, months ago? We uh, have, the New York subways a couple months ago. Where they, they are trying to get guys love to sit down and spread their legs wide open when they sit <laughs> Got for it. whatever reason. So in Spain, they're trying to curtail manspreading on the city buses. Why do you do that? Well, they've put up signs that say, quote, respect the space of others, but there are no sanctions or fines for those who do it. Much like we say around here all the time, when uh, management wants the host to obey orders and there are no consequences, <laughs> when there's no consequences, there's no reason to follow along. I like how you throw that dig in there. Well, because Eddie, because we always get stuff all the time about uh, running commercials on time and doing right. all that stuff. 
but the, the memos go to like not the host. Yes. Or there's I know. no there's no like if Mike doesn't go to the break, there's no punishment for Mike. No. Or no punishment for Boomer and Carton. Nope. So until there's a punishment, the behavior won't change. Way back when I was in the process of becoming a full time production guy. Oh, here. look at you. And it was just prior to getting the overnight board op job. So I oh no, maybe it was I'm sorry, it was after I kinda left for about six months and came back. It was before I got the board op job with Mike and Chris. So I was a part-time anchor. The production job opened, and they started training me for it. At the very least, it would give me more work, even if I didn't take it full-time. I could do my two update shifts. I could do a board shift, and I could work a production shift. It was kind of— You pieced it together. I was piecing it together to try and make myself $10. You know, you want to make a, make a living. And so I was going through that for about three weeks, and it, it was not Mark. I'll say that for sure. And I was supposed to get Mike and Chris to do a read. And it was also in a period where they weren't on really great speaking terms. So the idea of getting them together in a room to do a commercial read was next to impossible. I tried every break. Uh, No, not now. Uh, Right? Chris, come on. No, not now. We're doing a show here. Like Stuff like that. Long story short, I gave up. And at the end of the day, I wrote a note to my boss. I said, don't know. I got chewed out the next day like they're making millions of dollars can they walk down and read for 60 seconds so i totally understand what you're saying like that you pounce on the little guy i wonder how i would be in management i bet i'd be not great because part of uh being uh, a good manager when you're dealing with personalities is kind of trying to toe the line between them like to me i would say I would feel like I'd say, listen, if you don't record these commercials for every day you don't do them, there's a $5,000 fine. Now you become, now it's very adversarial. I, but I think you can do things in a different way. I don't know that you have to go in, like, let's say Craig doesn't feel like reading a spot. Mm-hmm. I think you go in there and say, dude, you're killing me. Can you just, this is costing the radio station a lot of money. They love your show. They want you to do it. Can you just walk in there for 60 damn seconds? and read the spot. You're putting the station in a bit. I think that gets through to him, and mm-hmm. I think it would get through to most. I'm sure there would be some. After a few days, you might have to threaten that. But I think a guy like Kim or Boomer, it's just kind of, he's got to catch him at the right time or make him aware of what the hell's going on. See, I feel like I'd go right to the threat, and then it'd be a constant battle. See, I think you need to try it the right way first and almost log it. And if by the third day they haven't done it, all right, listen, we tried this Monday. You said yes, you didn't do it. Tuesday, I said this. You said okay, you didn't do it. All right, listen, you don't do it now. I got to find you something because you're costing the station money. Right. I think that's fair. I really do. So, I, mean, I don't know. I think I think you'd be a good boss in the way that gets things done. I don't think people, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. People would not like you. Right. But I think you would get results. So I think there's a good balance there. Right. I wouldn't, it wouldn't be fun for me to come to work because no. people would not like me. No, they wouldn't because this is what I say to Eddie a lot of times too. But people probably don't care about this, but this is what no, happens they, here. Jerry, they love inside stuff. I guess we are a skeleton crew now, and I understand that. But we miss stuff left and right, be, partly because we don't have enough people here, and also partly because people I don't think do their job like they're supposed to 100% of the Who time. Who in particular would you say? I'm not going to go there. Why would you even do that to me? Oh, I didn't know. I thought maybe I'd catch you off guard. God damn it. And maybe you would slip. But in this, in the, by the same respect, there's really nobody out there monitoring it because of what we've become. Right. 
So it's tough on both sides. It's tough for management. It's tough for the people working. Not good. Mm-hmm. Not good. Think I'd be a good boss? I, I think, think it would be an awesome boss. I think you'd be a good boss, but like me, you would not be well liked by your peers. Perhaps. Because we get we would get stuff done, Jerry. I would agree with that. That was the thing. So not well liked, but I'd be good at it. Not well liked, you'd be good at it. I don't think I'm well liked anyway, so I don't think it would really concern me all that much. Jerry, did you see this? A Rhode Island lawmaker is under fire. He's a Democratic lawmaker from Rhode Island. No, I didn't see this, no. He was elected to the the state's House of Representatives last year. He distributed a printout of a Wikipedia article during testimony last week. It was a screen grab, a shot. He didn't go to Wikipedia and hit print. Okay. He screen grabbed the page of Wikipedia, and it got sent around in this testimony. Right. Unfortunately for him, the screen grab will also show you what other tabs are open. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying on a screen? Where you can't see the page, but you can see the title of the pages that are also open. Right. They were clearly pornography. Two of the tabs had the word teen in it. Oh, boy. One of the tabs had the word young in it. Oh, boy. His claim is he asked a friend to screen grab and send it to him. The friend screen grabbed it, sent it to him. He distributed it. How do you not look at it? I don't know. I tell you. I mean, we, we reinvent stupid every week. I he swear is to in God. hot water. You think? Hot water. He's fired. His name is Ramon Perez. I think Ramon Perez is going to be looking for a new work. A House spokesman, Larry Berman, told the Providence Journal that Perez had given the printout to the clerk of the Finance Committee, who copied and distributed it, then collected all the copies once the X-rated browser tabs were noticed. That's really stupid, man. Perez talked to the local ABC station, said he was, quote, ashamed and sorry. A friend of a friend sent me that picture with the information I was looking for. I used that picture to make copies. I didn't see the stuff at top. Some people were trying to help me. If somebody is to blame, it's me. It's my fault. Yes. I'm very sorry. You're fired. Not good, Jerry. No, not good at all. I always like when people like take screen grabs of things and not realizing what tabs they have open. Gotta be careful what you do. These computers are not good. Right. These people are trying to watch porn and do work. It sometimes crosses over, and you get, you'll get yourself in trouble when you do that. Well, yes. I, think. I would think you probably would get yourself in a lot of trouble. How about this? That. Just print out the Wikipedia page. There's a print button on Wikipedia. Uh, that's what I just said. I don't understand right? how dumb you could be. Why screen grab I, I don't. I don't know. It almost seems like it's more work to screen grab I it. would think so. Like... I'm not even sure I would know how to screen grab on my actual computer. I wouldn't. I have no idea. Not a clue. I, I would take a picture print. with my phone. Right. <laughs> I know how to print. I would hit the print button. Right. Exactly. Dumb. Do you have a printer at home or no? I do. I have to print stuff all the time. So See, yes. I never do. I had a printer, and I would print so infrequently that I, when I would go to use it, the ink would be dried up. Yeah, no, I don't have that problem. I print a oh, lot. Oh, you're a printing madman. Uh, not a madman, but I do have to print a lot, yeah. Jerry, I know we've uh, done a similar story to this before. It's okay. about uh, how yoga now, just doing regular yoga is is no longer a thing. It's it's not. I know well, hot yoga is a thing. Yeah, it's, now there needs to be some variation on the yoga. Okay. Uh, this is called uh, goat yoga. As in the animal? The animal, Jerry. Goat yoga. Now, it's not the goats themselves doing the yoga. You're doing yoga... On a farm with goats. That's a thing. That is a thing. 
Okay. Having sex with the goats after the yoga, is that a thing? That is not a thing, Jerry. It involves, let's see, it's the little goat farm at the lake in Nocusville, Virginia. It's a dairy farm with goats and alpacas. By the way, when I head towards my girlfriend's house and I go through Wall, New Jersey, yes. there's an alpaca farm there. Is there really? Yeah. On what, Route 34? Uh, no, on... Um, uh, what's that road that starts with an A there? Alair? Alair Road. Yeah. There's an alpaca farm, and you can, it's, they'll have signs that say farm is open. And every time I go by it, I say to her, I, I need to go buy that. Because you're going to go do yoga. Not to do yoga with the alpacas. I don't think they offer that there. Why don't you start alpaca al yoga? <laughs> I mean, it's alpaca yoga. I mean, you want something, you got a business, bitch. There that you go. That would be a great name if I was a rock DJ. <laughs> alpaca taking you through to the lunch hour. <laughs> Your requests. Yeah, so this place has goat and alpaca yoga here in Virginia. If I start that in Wall, New Jersey, is that something you think that might take off? Why? Yes, I do. At this I place, I see boring men all over and women flocking to alpacas yoga. Alpacas, they look like beautiful animals from the road when I see them on the farm because it's not a main when you road. Get up close and personal. I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. But uh, and I also know I confuse them with llamas, which I think llamas will spit at you if they're not happy. Right. I don't think stretch I'll, properly. I don't think alpacas will spit at you. But I do want to go to the alpaca farm, and I'd love to pet an alpaca. Hey, you, fatso, don't show me the butt cheese. I'll spit on you, the alpaca. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right, when you're doing yoga? Butt cheese? (laughs) I was just letting that go in case uh, Eddie wanted to grab it. I didn't want to talk over it. Do I really got to think about Eddie every time we do a podcast? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, these participants, Jerry, uh, you put your yoga mat in the grass overlooking the lake. And while the teacher teaches yoga, the goats and alpacas wander through and come close. This is the stupidest thing ever for a nuzzle. Sometimes the baby goats will climb into laps or climb on your back. And I have a photo here, Jerry, of this young gentleman doing yoga, and there's a baby goat on his back while he's in the downward dog position. How about that? Pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty wild. I don't think I would be for this, but I do like a baby goat and an alpaca. And I'm going to stop by that place. Why don't you get one? Uh, I don't don't think you can have them as pets. You can't have an alpaca? Do you think I could get a, a bunch of podcast listeners to show up at a particular... For on a particular Friday at the alpaca farm where we all just go pet alpacas. Yes. <laughs> at least nine or ten. That's all I would need. Yes. And I would feel, I, I, Jerry, if I got five people, I would feel like I got a group together. <laughs> and then you make shirts up. It's Al's Paca. <laughs> Al's Paca of going fans. to, Al's Paca of fans <laughs> going to pet, pet alpacas al- in Wall, New Jersey. <laughs> Why the hell not? Why did you? By the way, did you ever exercise not on a farm with goats and sheep or pacas or whatever they are? Do you ever exercise in a park? I have not. I did that once with a friend of mine and a few of our friends as well. There were it was just five of us. People look at you like you've lost your mind. Yeah. And they're walking around in this big circle, and we're in the middle of the grass, and we try to make a circle around or whatever. I could only imagine what people would think if you're doing yoga with goats on your back. Right, baby goats and alpacas roaming around. I mean, what the hell is the reaction to that? I don't know. Me neither. Did you ever do those things in the park? You know how sometimes in the park they'll have, like, set up a fitness course? Yes. 
I did that at Homedale Park. They that, do, right? Yeah, absolutely. You don't Tough. feel weird doing that? No, not at all. Because at, well, at Homedale Park, it's through the woods. So I, there's not too many people watching. There are a couple of them. Like, here's where you feel really, it's embarrassing. Pull-ups. Yes. Pull-ups for a heavier person like myself. I don't weigh 140. Um, if I'm not into it and I'm not, and I haven't done it for weeks on end to where you can kind of build up where you can do 10 or 12 at a time. And really, I bet you right now I can do more than three, you know, without a little help, I'm sure. And especially if you're talking about doing them the right way, where I don't mean where you go up and then you come down to where your arms are still kind of benting up again. That doesn't count. You mean all the way down. Right. Straight arm pull-ups. I might be able to do three. I don't think I could do more than three right now, which is embarrassing. At Homedale Park, one of the stations is a pull-up bar, and it's right on the road where cars are going by. <laughs> and so I did it with my buddy Mark, who is into health and fitness like crazy, and we did the um, we did the trail at Homedale Park one Saturday morning, and it was all good. I mean, they're tricep dips. They got the bars. They got jump bars. Yeah, they got a lot of really stuff. Neat. It's awesome. And, oh, by the way, just walking station to station, uphill, downhill, all good. There's a big bowl. They call it the bowl at Homedale Park where uh, you literally walk all the way up a hill, then down and up. It's crazy. It's fun. But we got to the pull-up section, and I think I did I think I think did three, and you're supposed to do ten, according to the thing. You do as many as you can. And I remember on the fourth one, I mean, my, my veins must have been bulging out of my neck. I must have had this wonderful grimace on, and I couldn't get the last one. And there was a car. I mean, the girl couldn't have been more than 30. And she was attractive. And I swear to God, she stopped to just look at us and laugh. <laughs> and that happens. Right. That's the part you don't love. But the rest of it's like in the woods. It's actually really cool. Do you think I could get more people to show up to do the exercise in Homedale Park or to go pet alpacas? Well, anytime you want to do the Homedale Park thing, let me know. Because I've thought I've wanted to do that for a couple of years now. All right. And I've just never had the Saturday morning to do it because of baseball. I actually have a few Saturdays coming up where I'm free. All right. If you would like to do that on a Saturday, let's do it. Eight okay. o'clock in the morning. Right. On a Saturday. Pull-ups. We'll, we'll rip it up. Well, it doesn't have to be just pull-ups. The whole we thing. The circuit. The we could, yeah, we could do a whole circuit. Park exercise. 50 minutes. 50 minutes in the circuit. Me and you lead. Oh, a whole group of people? Yeah. We'll tell whoever wants to join whoever us. Whoever wants to join us. We would tweet out that morning. And if it's just me and you, we'll know we're an embarrassing sack of crap. <laughs> the two, two balls in a sack. Right. And uh, we'll do our... We'll probably just leave, actually. Right, probably. I'm sure you wouldn't stay. Because you don't do cardio anyway. I don't do cardio. You really yeah. hate cardio. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. So we'll, we'll, we'll mix up a lot of strength and some... You got to do some cardio. You can do jumping jacks. I can. So we'll do some cardio, some strength... 40, 45 minutes, out, go enjoy your Saturday. Uh, uh, you know, women, for the most part, my girlfriend included, they only do cardio, a lot of women. Right. So the last couple of times we went to the gym, she said, I want to do weights with you instead of cardio. Oh. And uh, each time we left, she she would say, I got to be honest, that doesn't feel like exercise. I Because I, no one's sweating. I agree. No I one's you, breathing heavy. I know heavy. what you're saying, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. But it, it is, though. It's something. But it's a different feeling. It's kind of, yeah. again, it's kind of like those insanity videos we did. I do anything else now, I don't feel like I, that I exercised. Like, it, to me, it, that's that difficult. And then I can't do that anymore because I can't jump. Right. But, and what are you going to do? But I can do the cardio. So All right. Let's pick a Saturday. You want to try this? Yes. But we can't just say this and not do oh, it. Oh, then we actually have to go through it. Yes. Okay. If me and you, what's tomorrow? Thursday? Yeah. So Thursday, the podcast tomorrow is our last one of the week. Okay. We No, tomorrow's, what the hell is Tomorrow's, tomorrow's Wednesday. Wednesday. 
by Thursday, you've got two days, you got 48 hours to think about this. Okay. I can tell you the Saturday, it'll be two weeks from Saturday. Okay. All right. That will be the Saturday. We will have an answer on this Thursday if we're going to do it. All right. Fair enough. You're good with that? Yes. Because that would be 22, 20, 24, the third, uh, I guess it'd be July 1st. Okay. Sunday, July, uh, Saturday, July 1st. Saturday, July 1st. I'll check. Oh, no, Saturday, July 1st does the start of vacation. I'm out. Um, I got to go. All right, Jerry. Uh, warm up is next. It was great. Too. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, why don't we do this on a Tuesday morning? This portion brought to you by Hum by Verizon. Good morning, Mr. Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you, sir? Very good. I watched the Met game last night. And a, a feat rarer than, uh, who was that guy on the Reds who hit those four home runs? Scooter Jeanette. Scooter Jeanette hit those four home he runs. He was the like, uh, player of the week in the National League. Yeah, and they're like, wow, what a rare feat. But Jacob deGrom last night did something rarer, Jerry. He threw a perfect game in the year. Or not a perfect a game. complete game. Everybody <laughs> relax. Don't drive off the road. If you didn't watch the I'm game sorry. last night, there were no perfect games. No. It was a complete game. Oh, a complete game, yeah. Oy, oy, oy. He threw a complete game, Jerry. Very rare in 2017. 116 pitches. And by the way, his last pitch, any idea how fast it was? It was, uh, it was 93. 97. 97 miles so an hour. So his final out was a strikeout on an 0-2 pitch, 97 miles an hour, pitch number 116, which is well, this whole 100 pitch thing is stupid. Why didn't they uh, yank him like the last inning? I don't think there was any reason. To, you know, it's funny well, when he got pitch count going when up he got high. out of the eighth. You're thinking, and I watched the game. I watched the end of the game this morning. You're thinking, all right, they got to bring somebody in, and I wasn't even aware if they were warming someone up at that point. But they're up by five runs. He is just coasting. Aside from the the solo home run he gives up. Why not let him finish? He was warm. It's a nice night. It was, you know, 88 degrees, I think, still. I think it was a great decision by Terry Collins. Keep him in, and away we go. And by the way, the one thing about you're going to read this morning, I think, anyway, as I I just got the papers, Estrubal Cabrera and Jose Reyes with the pop-up that I'm sure you saw. um, Reyes' ball the whole way. He's calling for it, calling for it. I got it. I don't know what Cabrera is doing. He comes over, Reyes sees him, backs off, and the ball literally lands in front of the two of them. But – they played a great game after that, and I know we'll probably focus on the pop-up and the air. Boy, Cabrera was fantastic last night. So they made plays in the seventh inning that, I mean, your head would spin. Yeah, I also saw uh, on the home run, I think the second home run that Cabrera hit, hmm. uh, Lackey was yelling towards home plate after the pitch and yelling at the ump. And uh, the announcers, uh, uh, the SNY announcers, had referenced that he was yelling at the ump, and then they, they never went back to it as to, what was the problem? Right. Well, they're not on the field. I mean, and how then, do they know? And then I didn't see anything after that. Well, it's but the end of that. I don't care for this Jacob DeGrom haircut. That Why? Because it's somewhere in the middle. Like, he had long hair, like most of the Mets pitching yeah. staff, and then he chopped it off, but not short enough. So it's like it's this somewhere in the well, middle... Dutch boy paint uh, hair, you know, the Dutch boy paint. Yeah, I know who he is, yes. And it's like somewhere in that middle there. It's bothersome to me, Jerry. Well, how watch. are you going to have Jacob deGrom hat hair night then? Uh, that's a great question because they're going to have to adjust that. They're going to have to cut all the hair on By it. the way, I still have my Noah Syndergaard hat hair hat in the car. Are those made really cheap? Um, I don't know if they're made cheap. They, they get, it's a real hat. And it's hair that's really stringy. Right, stringy, but strandy, it thin. Looks good. Matter of fact, maybe I'll go grab it yes, for one grab of the segments it. today, and I will do an update or a segment with the Noah Syndergaard hat hair yeah. hat that I got when I went to the game a that couple That I would ago. like to see, Jerry. I look fantastic, by the way, blonde. You and the Syndergaard hat hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, the other thing. Yes. 
Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. When you woke up this morning, seriously, did you think that there was going to be another Aaron Judge night? I didn't because I figured you got to, at this point, start pitching around the guy, Jerry. Don't throw balls right down the middle. Uh, But as Girardi mentioned, I think, in the postgame, another opposite field home run. Yeah. Another laser shot to right field. Yeah. The guy is something. And he had in the previous, I think it was the bottom half of the previous inning, he airmailed uh, a throw that kind of helped Anaheim tie the game. So 3-3 game in the fifth. And if you're Mike Socia, you got a base open, guy on second. Why? And they asked him in the postgame, and we'll play it coming up later in the morning. Uh, they asked him, why in the world are you doing that? And it was essentially, we didn't want to give him anything good to hit. Well, if that's the case, once you go 2-0, just put him on first base. Right. I, it honestly made no sense. And uh, Derek, or excuse me, Bud Norris basically is made to be the GOAT and judge around the... And did you see the crowd in L.A. last night? Good crowd, Jerry. It was all Yankee fans. Yes, they if had all their hear, judge signs. When we play the judge home run later, it sounds like... Almost that they're at home. I mean, really, it's unbelievable how many Yankee fans there were there. And then I was reading in the paper today that uh, the Yankees now in the American League lead the league in att- average attendance. What happened to the story <laughs> about the, the attendance is way down and they're losing millions of dollars? I like when they always go, uh, well, in the beginning of the year, children aren't off from school. That's true, though. As if the stadium is filled with children, school-age no, children running around. But as, as someone who is 47 with no kids... Uh, Who's that? You may you oh I am. You may not realize if a if parents want to go to a game and they want to take their kids, it's a lot different starting now when you get to Labor Day as opposed to prior to. Because the one thing about going to these games, and you know better than anybody, getting home is a pain in the ass. It really is. I mean, if you stay for the end, trying to get out of the parking lot and then driving for us an hour, hour and a half home, you don't get home till eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. The kids gotta get up at six thirty for school as opposed to Sleep until you're done the next morning. It's a big difference. It really is. And the yes ratings are up, Jerry? Well, I mean, they're one of the best teams in baseball. And by the way, with the Astros now, it's not just the Mets. Four-fifths of the Astros' starting rotation is now on the DL. They've lost a couple of games in a row. The Rockies lost last night. Very quickly, the Yankees are going to, again, be the best team in baseball record-wise. And they're saying, again, like with the judge home run last night, that that overshadows the pitching. Tanaka did pitch. He was good. Yeah. He was good. Did, it was a no decision yep. for him. Yep. A Tyler Clippard. Which, by the way, yeah, I hate that rule. I really that do. That he mean, gets the win? Yeah, I mean, he's the one that essentially gives up the lead, and he ends up getting the win. It really is ridiculous. I get the whole pitcher of record thing. Do you think he did it on purpose, Jerry, this? so that he could get the win? No, I don't. How about we leave that in the hands of the official scorer? Or, right? Let him decide. Yeah, just like they decide on errors, let them decide who pitched well enough to earn the win. I know you got to have five innings, and if you're a starter, I get that. That's fine. But if you go six and two-thirds last night like Tanaka did, and you give up one earned run, you wind up winning the game, and the only reason you don't get a win is, I don't know. I don't like the whole idea. I don't. So I'm with you on that. Let Tanaka get the win. And right. he, was, he was okay last night. And Didi Gregorius was four for four, and that also flies under the radar. Yeah, and then people were telling me, I saw on Twitter yesterday, sometimes, you know, Jerry, I have to screen the terrible phone calls that come in I've during heard, the yes. show. I have heard. So I don't always hear every moment of the program. But based on the Twitter feed yesterday, evidently the governor, when he was sitting in here, was uh, saying how bad Didi Gregorius is. No. Mm, I got a multiple tweets. Right. Exactly. And then, I don't then remember. he goes he might four have said four. That, I don't remember him saying that. Yeah. Didi's been great. Castro's been great. The one guy that struggled, you could say, is Chase Headley. He had a base hit last night in RBI. Really, the entire team 
It's unbelievable. Aside from Ellsbury being hurt and Carter being hot and cold, they are there's something to watch, and you get Sabathia tonight. This portion brought to you by Hum by Verizon. It answers before you have questions with vehicle diagnostics and more. Hum by Verizon is the technology that connects you to your car. Learn more at hum.com. Al has dug up some very cool NFL stories for you. We'll go over that and, of course, the show at the top on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, great to have you with us on a Tuesday morning. This portion brought to you by GilletteOnDemand.com. We have not gotten to the NBA Finals, but if you're just waking up, the Warriors did beat the Cavaliers 129-120. Kevin Durant, MVP, 14 of 20, 39 points. Yankees beat the Angels early this morning, 5-3. Yes, Aaron Judge did it again, a two-run homer, snapping a 3-3 tie in the eighth. And the Mets beat the Cubs 6-1. Jacob DeGrom, complete game win. Brought to you by GilletteOnDemand.com. 40 million Americans wake up to a Gillette shave. Gillette's working to bring you America's number one shave for less. Go to GilletteOnDemand.com and get your first and fourth order free. Jerry, did you see a couple NFLers making cash just for being under a certain I did. It's called incentivized. Incentivized. Uh, Eddie Lacy, now with the Seahawks, got 55 grand yesterday for weighing 250 pounds. He had previously got 55 grand for weighing 255. So it's working. So he made fifty-five grand for losing five pounds. That's a lot of money per pound. And then uh, Don, how do you say this? Dontari Poe. Dontari Poe. Yeah, he's on the uh, Falcons now. He can earn a hundred twenty-five grand today if he steps on the scale and weighs under. 330 pounds. <laughs> 330. Not only that, he can make another half million if throughout the season they go, get on that scale, and he's uh, he's 330 or under. Why don't we start a gym and we'll incentivize people for every five pounds they lose, 50 grand. See, that would work. <laughs> I think we'd be out of business. Yeah, you would quick, be out though. of business. It is a good idea. You incentivize people with money, and away you go. Uh, did you see any... Any, any of the NBA finals NBA finals, last night. Jerry? Well, I was asleep by then. I watched the Mets, and then I fell asleep. I saw some of the highlights this morning. The Warriors had a run in the second quarter that was just unbelievable. And it's kind of what they are. And I actually, I know a lot of people get on Kevin Durant for going to Golden State. There is one of the good guys in all of sports. There was an HBO documentary about him a couple years ago prior to him leaving Oklahoma City about the work he puts in, how much it means to him, how badly he wants to win. The guy's done nothing bad off the court. He's been a good dude. I feel good for Kevin Durant this morning and good for the Warriors. You know, they've been a nothing franchise, so good for them. I love when the games are on late and you get the newspaper in the morning first thing and they're like, Be listening for our Grand Slam (laughs) giveaway weekdays between 1 p.m. and 6 p.m.